the, the cool thing is, the more we shared, the more we understood how to connect with one another. And we grew. Like, we really grew. And what's amazing is we grew because we all have our own superpower. We all have something to give. That was me. And I'm your host, Matt Hunkler, and you're listening to episode 38 of Powder Keg Igniting Startups, a show for entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators who are building remarkable tech companies in areas decidedly outside of Silicon Valley. And that clip you just heard is from my pitch that I delivered last week to a room of more than 600 tech entrepreneurs, investors, and professionals as I gave my very first pitch in a long, long time. First pitch in a long time, very first pitch for Powder Keg. See, last week we announced that the community formerly known as Verge is now a new product company, Powder Keg. And before I tell you why we did that, I first wanna say thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for recommending Powder Keg to your friends. And thank you for reviewing us on iTunes. Those are still super helpful, by the way. Uh, and for sharing on social media and for everything else. Um, it is because we have grown this global audience here that we decided to rebrand our community, formerly known as Verge, as powder keg. So we will now have powder keg pitch nights. We will now have powder keg content. We will now have a powder keg network of more than 10,000 tech entrepreneurs, investors, and talented professionals. Um, and what we just announced last week is that we're also building smart technology to connect our members like you with tools and guides that are going to serve you on your entrepreneurial journey. So we recognize that we're super fortunate to be launching this product to this awesome community. And I know that other entrepreneurs don't have an audience of more than 10,000 people uh, to launch their product to. So I recognize super fortunate place and it gives us access to really smart technologists, really smart product leaders and a network of existing customers. But still, we know that this road won't be easy and we want to bring you along for the journey because I know you're going to have some really great feedback. But actually, that's kind of where I failed. See, I got so excited with my pitch last week that I forgot at the very end of the pitch to ask for feedback. We had four incredible investors on stage with me. And the whole point of giving this pitch was to get feedback from the audience, but also to get feedback from these really talented advisors that were on stage. And uh, I just totally missed the opportunity. I was super jacked up. I was really excited. Uh, and I just walked right off stage. And I think because it's my brainchild, no one questioned me on it. And they were just like, all right, I guess he's not taking feedback. But I want the feedback. So for this episode, I want to share with you my pitch from last week, as well as a conversation with Mike Kelly, who is a managing partner at Developer Town. And Developer Town has been a partner of this podcast for a really, really long time. They focus on starts, helping large enterprise companies move like a startup, as well as helping startups grow and scale. And they do all of that with running lean startup methodology. And here in this conversation, Mike Kelly gives us some pointers on how we could better develop our product. It's incredible. And again, we're going to start with the pitch followed by some constructive feedback from a super talented serial entrepreneur as well as consultant. Let's set this thing off. <clears throat> this is not going to be a normal pitch uh, because I actually want to start with a story. And that story, I, I talked a little bit about it in the video, and it's really about coming to Indianapolis. I started my company right when I moved to Indianapolis. And this community that kind of formed around it is kind of want to, want to tell you how it all came together because... I was working on this e-commerce business. It was very lonely, sound familiar? Working, working late nights on a project, on an idea. 
It was lonely. I didn't know what the next step was. I couldn't find e-commerce experts. Now I know a ton in town. At the time, I didn't know who the e-commerce experts were. I didn't know what the next step was. And it wasn't until I met some friends and asked them to get together that I started to get a little bit of traction. We just started getting together, sharing in our, our ideas. And if you're a local here, you will recognize that that is High Alpha partner Christian Anderson with a mohawk. I didn't even recognize him. Presenting what is now Octave, literally, this is three months after having the idea of that. Uh, you also recognize in the back here one of our presenters from earlier this evening, Mr. Chris Palmer, who pre presented Box Fox tonight. There, I think you, you were fresh out of college, Chris, when you were here, probably just fresh out of Purdue. This nucleus of the community uh, has grown, and it grew because of sharing. It's because we all were willing to share what we were working on, share our feedback, just the way that our advisors are doing this evening. And the cool thing is, we started sharing, and it grew. The more we shared, the more our products evolved. They either evolved faster or they died faster, which as we all know in the startup world, super important that if it's not viable, the startup dies quickly instead of a slow and painful death like my e-commerce business did. So the, the cool thing is, the more we shared, the more we understood how to connect with one another. And we grew, like we really grew. So much so that we turned back to the title slide. There we go. <laughs> We really grew, and, and what's amazing is we grew because we all have our own superpower. We all have something to give. We give our energy, we give our attention, we give what we're uniquely qualified to do, what we were put here on this earth to do. I believe all of us have that. And maybe take a minute, think about what your superpower is. Because I know you all have a superpower, because this community wouldn't be here without people like you. Literally every good idea that makes Verge, what it is, came from the community. The idea of the slow clap, someone just started doing that one time and everyone chimed in and it became the new way we applauded people off the stage. Stickers on the name badge, don't, don't slow clap me yet. <laughs> Stickers on the name badges. Everything to even having uh, advisors. Advisors who would actually give feedback live right here and get the investors engaged with the community. Everything to having a fireside chat presenter, having technology you could demo, not, and not just to geek out on, but talk about what that next product idea could be. What could the, a business model be wrapped around that new technology? Uh, the fireside chat presenter was a pivotal one. It was catalytic, because what we found out is the fireside chat thing doesn't really work with a standing room only crowd like this. People get antsy, they wanna have side conversations, they wanna drink beer, they wanna connect, right? Want to share our superpower. But what we found out was that Fireside Chat was perfect for a podcast. And last November, we launched a podcast. We were really fortunate to have some amazing presenters right off the bat. Right here, uh, very first episode was said Hi Alpha partner Christian Anderson. Uh, we were able to reach globally to some amazing entrepreneurs and investors. You guys gave great reviews. You guys subscribed. And we reached a whole new global audience with this brand powder keg. So much so that we were able to get bigger and better speakers, including ones joining us here on the stage today like Alicia, uh, including our MC, Max Yoder, and including other Cincinnati entrepreneurs like Rodney working on a listener in Cincinnati. We were named uh, top podcast to listen to in 2017 before it was even 2017. And it's not because we're awesome, it's because you're awesome. I wanna say thank you. Because I wanna announce,
A confetti blast. We nailed it. We nailed that. Verge is now powder keg. And Peter, I'll dust your hair off later from all that confetti. Thank you, brave soul, for being in the front row. Uh, Verge is now becoming powder keg. This is our new global brand, not just to signify a change, but to signify that we are for the first time ever developing a product. And now that is the pitch I'm going to deliver to you right now. You ready? All right, cool. Because you're going to be a part of this, and you're going to be a part of this too. All right, so let's kick this thing off. As Verge has scaled, the way it has scaled is literally by each and every one of you helping connect the entrepreneurs in this room, helping connect other entrepreneurs in this community, helping connect the professionals, the investors. And it's all happening in our inboxes. Uh, it's happening in our inboxes, it's happening at events like this, maybe it's happening on social media around some of the media that we're publishing, and that's great, that's going to continue. But we're at a point now, we're in eight cities, growing, growing every day, and we can't do this without technology. We're a community for technology entrepreneurs. And uh, what I want to announce to you tonight is that we are, in fact, as of last week, breaking ground on building technology. So I want to present to you the Powder Keg Connections platform. All right, we're gonna pick up the pace, don't worry. Powder Keg Connections platform. What we were doing with this is we were going to build this with you. And what I need from you guys is I need you to have feedback. I love Scott too. I wanna, I wanna get your feedback as we build this thing. We're gonna be as open and transparent as possible, literally building with you a startup right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and building it globally to connect this global network. The great thing is, like I said before, all of our best ideas, it's not because we're awesome, it's because you guys are awesome. And so I wanna to present to you three of the things that are on our product roadmap. We're gonna need your help to help us prioritize those as we build. I'm gonna tell you at the end how you can do that. This first idea was submitted by Scott Hill, and he's kind of the champion of this. So how many of you guys know Scott? Awesome guy, right? Co-founder, CEO of Perk. Scott, raise your hand, he's back there. All right. So Scott's back there, he submitted this idea, he kept bugging me about it, making sure that we would build something like this, and so many of you have bugged me about, hey, we need this, hey, we need that. We're now finally prioritizing and building all this stuff. This is the Stories platform. It's gonna allow each and every one of you, not just the entrepreneurs in our community, but everyone, share their story, share their lessons learned, share what you're doing, building in your company, what you're, listening, what you're learning as a professional, what you're learning as an investor everyone will be able to share on this platform. Some of the features we talked about is maybe even gamifying how we vote some of these things to the top of the community. And as we vote things to the top, what we'll do is we'll actually uh, build and gain national media coverage for those stories. So we've actually partnered with Forbes, VentureBeat, Tech.co, Inc. Maybe you've seen some of these articles already, but you'll see these start to escalate as we expose more stories. Just as they're published on all of the amazing publications that are here, we wanna get them on the Powder Cake platform so they can reach a national audience so people understand the amazing things that are being built here. Our next idea was submitted by Matthew Gordon, who is the CEO and co-founder of Expected Behavior. Matt, I think I saw you over here. Right here, Matt submitted this idea. I wanna give him huge props. Matt's an amazing technologist and CEO. Uh, we're, we're, we're codenaming this product share, 
And we're calling it product share because it's going to allow you as entrepreneurs or as professionals to share your product with the community and get feedback. If we all buy and use each other's stuff, we're all going to get better because we're going to be giving each other, we're going to tell it like it is. We're not going to share code things, right? We had to beat that out of, uh, out of us in the first couple of years of Verge. Everyone was like super Midwest nice. But now we're giving like super transparent feedback. Um, the other thing that we're doing is we're able to give uh, access to free and discounted products. I know many of us have things that we'd like to offer up and say, hey, if you're part of this awesome community, I want you to get a discount. Or even try it for free. Let me know what you think. And when you're ready, upgrade. So I want to give Matt huge props for this. Uh, I really love the idea. I think that it, it's going to be as simple as pulling out your phone. We actually already have some screens designed for this, and some of this functionality already exists. Um, it doesn't have to be limited to just software products. We talked about doing software, hardware, even equipment and services. So it's not limited. If you're not a product entrepreneur, it's, it's not limited to just that. Everyone in this community is going to have an opportunity to be a part of this. Our next idea was submitted by Haley Altman, who is the CEO of Doxley, amazing company. Uh, Haley Altman is amazing. Uh, when she moved here from Silicon Valley, she was working as an attorney for startups, and she got very engaged. And, and I love that Haley is the champion of this because she's been both an advisor to startups and now working as a co-founder and CEO of Doxley. She understands what it means to be in the trenches. So it's going to allow you to share your superpower. Think about what that is and engage in live conversations through Powder Keg. You're also going to get valuable connections. So what we're doing here tonight, and we do every month, it's going to allow you to do that daily and on demand. What's really cool is all of this is already being powered by artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we've developed an amazing team that's going to help us build this product together. In January of this year, a good friend of mine, someone who was actually originally my boss, I worked for him back in 2011 when he was growing his company, Slingshot going through a massive growth year. He led it through growth from 5 million in revenue to over 11 million in revenue in that year that we worked together. And I was along for the ride and, and fortunate enough to lead marketing for him while he was there. Uh, but he has led uh, marketing and content strategy for literally more than 25% of the Fortune 500 list. Uh, he's also just an amazing seller and gets product. So he's leading this. As of literally last week officially, although he's been helping us out for like over a month now, uh, we brought on board a CTO, Robert Harris, three-time entrepreneur exit, uh, building tech products, raised millions of dollars in capital, going all the way back to getting recruited out of Rolls-Holman to start his first company with Bob Compton, if that name rings a bell, who's one of the godfathers of this entire tech community here. Um, we were super fortunate to have Robert, and uh, we've built some, some really cool stuff for you. It's not just the leadership. We've got a kick-ass team. Where are, where are you guys? Squad. <laughs> We've got an awesome team uh, that's here to support. Get your feedback. If we, if we don't get it through the app, we're going to come knocking on your door and ask for it in person. Uh, trust me, we, we've got grit and hustle, and I, and I love this team. We're already sharing these stories on Forbes, Inc., VentureBeat, everywhere else. Uh, we're also in... Currently, eight cities will be in 10 by the end of the year hosting events like this. These events will not stop, don't worry, uh, but we're going to do something even, even more than that. We'll be in 25 by the end of next year, and you'll be able to follow along and attend as you're on your own travels or decide you want to go check out other tech communities. You can go and check those out. We have amazing partners, uh, national, regional partners. Uh, these are some of them here. I'm not going to talk through every single one of these, uh, but you know who you are. Uh, actually, I want to give a huge round of applause just for all of these amazing partners here, here tonight. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're building this with you guys. We're building this platform because we know that it's not about just the grind. It's about learning to play the game smart and play your career smart. We're doing this because it's not about overnight success. It's about just making that next step and making that the best next step. And we're building this because it's not about building something alone by yourself in a basement. It's about building things together and building things that matter and being connected while we do it. So my ask to you is, we have three dates. <laughs> the first date is next Monday when we're doing a Facebook live chat and we'll be doing Facebook live chats every Monday after that to get your product feedback live. We'll also be sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly of starting a startup uh, and talking about product validation, talking about traction, or lack thereof, who knows? If you guys don't like this stuff, <laughs> then we won't have traction. But I, I think given as much feedback as we've had, uh, given sort of the uh, guidance that we've had with these champions on these different product features, we feel really good about this. The other date is next week. We're gonna launch the entire Powder Keg site and ask for your feedback immediately. So think about it this weekend. Think about what you do. As you're in your everyday, day-to-day, -day, think about what pisses you off. Like anytime you're feeling frustrated or feel like you're hitting friction or hitting a roadblock, write it down and literally like email it to me, matt at powderkeg.com or any one, of, or any one of the people, robert at powderkeg.com. He's our CTO. Um, but we'll actually have a feature for you to do that on the website. And then August 25th, we're gonna do our live demo of this product. So we literally have a month to get this demo ready. Uh, and it's not gonna be some like vaporware demo, it's gonna be demo ready so that you can use it, so we can connect in between events um, and make sure that we are doing this ongoing. I wanna say thank you guys so much for being here tonight. We have some amazing music uh, planned for the rest of the evening. The bar is open, their food is there. I wanna give a huge, huge thank you to all of our presenters here tonight. Let's give it up one more time for all of our presenters. And I'm gonna bring back our host for the evening, Mr. Max Yoder, to close things out. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. So that was my pitch. 600 people staring at me, listening to me. More than 600 people staring at me, listening to me. Uh, I felt so honored. Uh, the vibe was great. The people were great. I hope you turned, tuned into the live stream or maybe you were even there. Uh, I would love your feedback on the pitch because I'm literally delivering it again this week in Raleigh. We're gonna be there this Thursday in Raleigh, North Carolina at Powder Keg Pitch Night. Uh, so I'd love your feedback. Uh, but for now, I wanna introduce my guest for the episode who was so, so helpful in taking time to give feedback on how we're launching into product development. He's an incredibly talented technologist and an entrepreneur. Uh, he's been a partner at Developer Town for years, helping large enterprise companies move like a startup. But within Developer Town, uh, you might not know this, but there's Developer Town Operations, there's Developer Town Starts, which is a startup incubator, there's Developer Town Ventures, which is an angel investment portfolio for Developer Town, there's Developer Town Properties, which are you know spaces that inspire startups, there's Dev Strategies, there's uh, Tenant Tracker is a startup that kind of came out of the Developer Town family that he's a co-founder of. There's several other startups that he's a co-founder of and advisor to. 
super, super talented guy. I can't, t- I can't say enough good things about Mike Kelly, uh, and he has amazing, amazing feedback. And before we get to my conversation with Mike, I want to say thank you. Thanks for listening to Powder Keg Igniting Startups, being a part of this journey as we are now a global community for tech entrepreneurs, investors, and professionals. Uh, but I want to take a minute to make sure you know that this episode is not possible without you. But before we get to our conversation with Mike, I want to say thanks for listening to Powder Keg Igniting Startups. And just take 30 seconds here to say if you haven't subscribed to Powder Keg yet, whether that's on Overcast or on iTunes or on Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts, if you're not listening to podcasts with some sort of podcast app, definitely do that. I see there are still people downloading our audio files, which is great. But I think that uh, a a podcasting app would really serve you well. And I think you should subscribe there, whether it's SoundCloud or Stitcher or wherever. Um, And also, if you could please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. This is how we reach more people. And it's how we reach more people with our upcoming interviews, as well as our other ones that we've done with people like Brian Clark from Rainmaker in Boulder, Colorado, or Kara Nortman at Upfront Ventures in Los Angeles, California, or Max Yoder, who was our MC at last week's pitch event, who is the CEO of Lessonly and is based in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's your subscribes and reviews that are going to help us reach more and more people to share these founder stories from beyond Silicon Valley. So you can find us at powderkeg.com slash iTunes. Subscribe, leave us a review, tweet at me, let me know, because I would love to give you props and send you some awesome powder keg swag. Thank you so much for listening. Now, here's Mike Kelly, partner at Developer Town. And we're live. First time ever, I'm here with uh, my man Mike Heinzelman on the other side of the camera here. And uh, super excited because I have a very special guest that we are going to be bringing here. But first, I want to uh, toast to you and just cheers. Uh, This is a special cup from our friends at the Speakeasy. They're uh, pretty good friends of ours. And... um, I actually snuck over there from our offices here inside Developer Town to grab myself a brew. Uh, I hope you have one too. Happy Monday. All right, so I'm just going to monologue here because we really have nothing planned other than to just be totally transparent with what's going on here at Powder Keg. You know, this is Powder Keg post rebrand. Uh, we were previously Verge, now we are Powder Keg, a brand that started as a podcast, um, and we were fortunate enough to have kind of go national with the, that podcast, hitting uh, a couple of really cool lists, entrepreneur.com and some other larger publications that gave us a little more exposure, gave us a little bit more reach, and uh, really, really super fortunate to have grown that audience. Uh, one of the cool things that we're doing now is now that we have that brand, we've taken this community of events, uh, exposure, education for tech entrepreneurs outside the valley and we're rebranding all of that to Powder Keg as well. So we've got things like Powder Keg Pitch Nights, we've got things like Powder Keg Entrepreneur Dinners, we have things like Powder Keg Content that will be publishing your entrepreneurial stories as well as investors and other professionals in the tech world. So super excited about that. I see uh, my friend Danny Goff has joined the live stream here. I want to give him some huge shout outs. He's actually responsible for this amazing signage. You probably can't see it. He did some of the signage for the event. We had these giant powder keg banners that dropped down uh, from the back of the stage, and it was it was really cool. We had like 600 people show up to the Vogue Theater in Broderpool neighborhood of Indianapolis in Indiana, and yeah, the sign looks great. Kira, I totally agree. Um, the signage was fantastic, just off the chain. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have 
at Powder Keg. You can find us there on Instagram now, as well as on Facebook, just Powder Keg, all one word. But then we're also at Powder Keg CO, Powder Keg Co, on Twitter, if you want to look us up there. Uh, we're still working on getting the, the Powder Keg. If any of you that are watching have any idea how to do that, please hit me up on wherever you want, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm just Hunkler, H-U-N-C-K-L-E-R. You're watching me here now, and we are taking questions live. I've had some good questions come in online. We've got a very active newsletter list, and you can sign up for that at powderkeg.co right now. We are soon going to be launching a brand new website at a new domain, actually, that I'm, I'm super stoked about, and we're working with some great partners on that. We can dive into that in a little bit if you want. So I had a lot of questions come in. And people were very excited, very supportive. We have a very active email list, and that's where most of the support has come through. Although we did publish a blog post on Medium that's gotten a lot of great feedback. I actually asked one of the people to join me here who gave us some great feedback on that, and that is none other than Developer Town partner, Mr. Mike Kelly. Mike, welcome to the live stream. Hello. Mike is one of the partners here at Developer Town, and if you haven't been following the Powder Keg podcast, they have been a supporter of ours from the very start, helping us launch it off the ground, giving tons of feedback. And that's really kind of what you guys specialize in, right? The, the launch of things. We believe that there is something special to having a lot of experience at the start of launching new products. And that's what we try to do is get a lot of experience at the start and help customers get things launched. That's why I so selfishly grabbed you for this live stream because I was like, hey, we're getting feedback on this product that we're about to launch and would really just love to pick your brain live on launching a product. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Um, all right, so my first question for you, Mike, is we're launching a product. We are totally bootstrapped, meaning we're self-funded. We don't have any venture capital, we don't have any angel investment. We have great partners and sponsors like yourself, and we have great members of the Powder Keg community that help support what we're doing, but we do have a limited runway, and we have a limited timeline because I promised on stage last Thursday that we would have a demoable product by August 30th that we could show off. So we have a tight timeline and constrained resources in terms of development dollars, something a lot of entrepreneurs run into. What are some of your best pieces of advice on how to build a product in a short amount of time with a limited budget? So you've already done a handful of our best pieces of advice, which are learning from the market in depth before you decide to build a product. So you come to the table with a lot of expertise in the market, you know a lot of your customers, you've hackers and founders, which became Verge, which became Powder Keg, and at each step of that, I, you know, I think you've iterated based on feedback and what you've seen in the market, and so like that's the first piece. There's so many people who show up who just have an idea, don't necessarily have a bunch of experience in the marketplace just have an opinion about the marketplace. And I think the, the first thing is you guys are moving and reacting from a position of authority and experience. So that would be the first thing that I think you've done well. So with feedback from guys like you. Yeah, the second thing, which is um, probably more painful to hear, which is by August 31st, you know, when you think of that first product that you're launching, what we would tell you is behind the scenes, fake it before you make it. Right, so have the offering. I, I'll give some specific examples, but have the offering, make it available to the public with these five key value props, and maybe one or two or three of those value props are automated, but the other two behind the scenes are still 
done by humans who are making things happen and you know it's not scalable and this gets like Reed Hoffman and Masters of Scale and who's Reed Reed Hoffman uh, founder of LinkedIn and so in Masters of Scale which is a podcast he put out uh, which if you listen to Powder Keg you should totally be listening to that it's very complimentary absolutely you know he gives examples of founders again and again and again the best one is probably the Airbnb podcast where he talks with the founders of Airbnb and, and basically says that you can't create scalable experiences without handcrafting those experiences out of the gate. Hmm. So with Airbnb, it was the story of when they went into Y Combinator, uh, Paul Graham's office, and Paul Graham was basically, where are your customers? Yeah. And they're like, our customers in New York. Paul Graham was like, why are you here? Why the <laughs> hell aren't you in New York? Right? Like, Get out of my office. Go to New York. Yep. And they did, and created these super handcrafted experiences for those customers who were early adopters, which then allowed them to scale down the road. And I think what we see again and again with the startups that we work with, and even the large companies we work with, with both of them, it's finding the places where you can handcraft that experience by doing things that don't scale, that totally pays off. So not a new idea, there's tons of people who talk about this, but so if I think of powder keg, 30-ish days from now, uh, it's some of that's going to be automated, some of it's going to scale out of the gate, but then there are going to be certain things that you're doing with the early adopters who are taking a risk on you mm-hmm. that you're going to over deliver for them in some very specific ways that they may not even notice from behind the scenes that won't scale, but allows you to try stuff, learn stuff, throw it away. There's a beautiful example of this. We have a company in our starts program that was in the restaurant space. And when we were first getting started with them, they were trying to automate a bunch of different restaurant marketing opportunities. And if you've ever seen a startup in the restaurant marketing space, of which there are like 50 of them, uh, and they all kind of are struggling over the exact same problems, uh, you'll see that a lot of them spend a lot of time automating APIs because you have OpenTable, you have you know Grubhub, you have all these different players in the space that you need to work with. And at the end of the day, we came to them and said, stop, don't write code. We have humans behind the scenes that can automate these experiences. What, what are some services that they that you would use to do that? The, man, oh, the, manual, the manual, quote unquote, automation. Yeah. So uh, Mechanical Turk from Amazon is probably the most scalable yep. one out of the box. Mechanical Turk, T-U-R-K. Yep. I'm a big fan of Fancy Hands, yep. fancyhands.com. Uh, Maybe you, we could drop those links in the in the comments here. Yep, and there's uh, there's I mean there's a there's a ton of them um, that where you can basically buy people by the task or you can buy people by the hour or you can buy some dedicated offshore offshore resources or onshore. I mean there's tons of different models out there, but basically when you look at a problem and you're trying to figure out can I scale this before you write code, mm-hmm. just have a human do it. So for the restaurant marketing startup Foodie, for those playing at home, yeah, they pitched the powder keg. F U D E. Yeah. When, when they were first getting started and they were basically saying, well, we could do all these different things, we basically said, great, let's have humans do it behind the scenes. If it works, we'll automate it. We can automate writing an email yeah. and sending it, but don't do it until you know it's gonna work. And we went through several iterations of humans doing the work that didn't. So on August 31st, I would imagine you would have some level of productized automation and then some level of, no, 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 we're gonna figure that out as we go, but hopefully our customers won't even know. That that's what's happening. Such a smooth process on the back end. Yes. I recently purchased one of your startup programs. <sighs> yeah. I was actually really, I mean, super impressed. You were very like, hey, just so you know, this is beta. Talk, talk, talk to me about the pitch. Give me the pitch for this startup that I was an early adopter customer. Yes. Okay. So the it's startup competitors. 
uh, startupcompetitors.com, you can go out there and you can basically buy competitive research on your SaaS product. So yeah. you're gonna go out there and say, this is my product idea. Maybe you already know one or two competitors, you can tell us about them if you do. And then there's behind the scenes, hopefully in the next 48 hours, you would get a email back that basically says, here's your top 10 competitors, direct or indirect. A lot of people don't think of indirect competitors. And then here's everything we know about those competitors, how much money they've raised, how many employees they have, how many customers they have, what their various different scores are on the interwebs about domain authority and followers and things like that. But we basically try to break down that competitor, including in, from features, and pricing across the landscape and then provide you with a bunch of data. And so knowing your competitive landscape is super important it's in entrepreneurship. It's important for... I was like, shut up and take my money. Yes, it is probably the, the foundational thing for most entrepreneurs. And we find, hearing a bunch of pitches here at Developer Town, that it's probably the most forgotten step. We will hear entrepreneurs tell us about their product and then within 10 minutes we will show, we'll turn the laptop and say, you mean like this, like this person, <laughs> like what they've done and they've raised $20 million on? So this is an entrepreneur coming to you being like, I have this great new idea. I, if you could have cars drive yeah. to pick somebody up real time, you could like order the car on your phone. No and way. Like somebody could just show up. That and sounds get, like a great idea. It sounds like a great call, idea. Call a Lyft or, yeah, or get, get a ride to Uber fast. Yes. Yeah. Uber fast. <laughs> so um, I, I really love this concept and you came back with a spreadsheet, maybe not within 48 hours. Um, and I, I know you beat yourself up on perfection there, uh, and I yes. appreciate that. Uh, I didn't have time to look at it anyway, so uh, so you're good. But I love that you just like got a site up within a half day. Yeah, so behind the scenes, what we did there was uh, we set up a site, we leveraged an outsourced provider. Uh, in that case, we use Fancy Hands, but there's, there's any number of them we could use. I'm a Fancy Hands fanboy. Um, and so when your request comes in, that kicks off 10 to 12 Fancy Hands requests to start sourcing all that information. Then we have a, we have a human on our side that does the quality control piece for Hansi, Fancy Hands, right? Making sure that they've got good competitors, they've actually done all the work that they need to do in filling out the spreadsheet. And then once that's polished, we send it to you for feedback. Nice. And then there's a second piece there if you want, which is building a full deck and stuff like that. But for us, when we look at that business, everything we did can be automated. Like we could write code today that would scrape all those websites, that would pull together all that information. Of course, not violating anybody's terms of services. That would not be cool. No, don't uh, do that. Yeah, I mean, that would never happen. Right. Uh, but you could write code to do all of that almost immediately, yep. right? Uh, but it would take weeks probably to write all that code and to perfect it and work through the bugs and to do all the same quality control stuff we're doing anyway. And right now we don't even know what information is valuable to you. In the last seven days, we learned that one of the pieces of information that would be valuable that we don't have in there is uh, background information on the founders of those companies. So like, Absolutely. are they first time founders? Have they done it before? Like, is this a serial entrepreneur who's just destroyed the world and this is their next thing, so you better get out of their way? Yep. Like, and that was an, it, in hindsight, is an obvious thing that we have not included. And if we had written a bunch of code and missed that point, we would be really upset with ourselves. And right now it's kind of like, oh no, that's a new fancy hands request. And it'll just happen as part of the next five requests that come through there. So last Thursday, we announced that we are building product, finally, yes. for Powder Keg. For this community, we've got 10,000 members in eight cities. Uh, many of them awesomely are watching right now, uh, or maybe even finding this live stream and becoming fans as we speak. Um, 
and we announced that we're building product, and we're announcing that we're working on three products. The first one, we're codenaming Stories, which is going to, going to allow entrepreneurs, investors, and professionals in this community to publish their stories, um, meaning maybe it's a case study. What we just talked through would be a great example of a story, yeah. a lesson learned. Um, we have another one that we're calling Product Share, which is going to allow companies to share their product, whether it's early stage or later in the game, um, and get customers as well as valuable feedback, whether that's publicly or privately. Um, and then we have a third one that we are codenaming uh, advisors. And so what that is going to be is uh, allowing advisors you know, like yourself, well, we were having this conversation in the car last week actually when we were driving to Nashville, um, to, uh, to allow advisors and people who have expertise, because everyone in this community has a superpower, and we want to build product that allows people to share their superpower any more scalable way than, yeah. hey, just introduce them via email, and then we're going to schedule back and forth, and then we're going to book coffee, and then that'll get rescheduled three or four times, and then eventually we run into each other again at a powder keg event, and then we just have the conversation right there right. six months too late. Uh, so we want to be able to build the, the ability to um, connect to advisors in a more seamless fashion, maybe even real-time chat. So. Those are the three kind of stakes in the ground that we've asked for feedback on, and we've been getting some of that via email. Um, but I'm, I'm curious, if you were in that state right now, looking at us as a startup, um, where would you be focusing the majority of your effort? If, if I were you as a startup, or if I were the person who wanted to consume one of those three services? If you were me as a startup. Got it. Or if you were developer town advising a startup. <laughs> it never happens. So, Basically, I'm trying to get free consulting yeah, advice. Understood. <laughs> All right. So, is it a funnel? Like, do I have to tell my story before I? No. Okay. So you can do any of those. Yep. Where do you have the most experience? We have the most experience probably in the storytelling side of things because we publish regularly to Inc.com, Forbes.com, VentureBeat.com, you know, Huffington Post, Tech.co. Uh, we've been publishing content since 2009 back when I was recording pitch videos with a flip cam and right. writing reviews on meetup.com. So my advice to, well, okay, so one more question before I answer that. Yep. Uh, how much demand do you have for telling stories? Helping telling stories, better getting my story out, making my story more clear? We have a decent amount of demand. Um, because we are on these publications, I don't know if these publications just farm out my email address or if it's something that people find by scraping LinkedIn, but uh, a lot of startups are pitching me their ideas for stories. Okay. Um, and they don't understand that the way to get their story told is to join the community, be an active member, genuinely try to help other founders, and as a result, you know, as your story is ready to be told, yeah. we're here to do that. So this is easy consulting advice, right? Because if from the outside looking in, if you have deep experience in a space, yeah already yep. and you put in your 10,000 hours and you have demand for services or product in that space, then you already have most of the learning that you need to develop a product for that space. Yep. If you look at advisors, for example, where you clearly see an unmet need in the market and to which there is an unmet need in the market, but most of your experience with connecting advisors to startups over the last nine years, seven years has been anecdotal. Like it has not been a clear process that you've been running in your mind or in practice to make that happen more efficiently. Then that's a space where there is clearly a market need and you have some experience, but it's not methodical 
experience that has been thought out and tested over time, then to me that's that's problem number two or problem number three that I would go after. If you have a space that you have lever you have deep experience that you can leverage going in, mm. leverage that deep experience. That's really good advice. So so let me dig in a little bit deeper. Um, I'm treating this like a customer interview at this point. Yep. So uh, I'm, I'm using Lean Startup customer development methodologies to kind of dig in and find the question behind the question, yep. which uh, for me, the, my next question would be, you have stories to tell. You're a partner at Developer Town, which is an amazing consultancy. Uh, you're also co-founder of several companies, uh, including the last one we just discussed. Tenant Tracker is another one. Um, so as a founder and as an expert, in, in, a, in different areas, and you don't have to claim that, I know you're a humble guy, but I'm gonna call you, you are an expert. Uh, you have stories to share. Um, would you want to share stories through a platform, some sort of technology platform? Absolutely. Okay, what kind of stories would you wanna share? So there's a handful of, well, let's talk about the reasons why you wanna share stories mm -hmm. uh, for me. So there's a, a handful of reasons why I wanna share my story. One is to capture customers. Yep. Right. So th for me, that's probably reason number one. I care a lot about customers. Reason number two is probably for investors. If if you have a product idea that, that needs early stage investors, some people would flip those. Uh, I tend to care more about sales rather than investors. Having the customers makes the investment easier. I like to think so. Yeah. Not everybody shares that opinion, but Fair enough. Um, so I want to tell my story to customers. I want to tell my story to investors. I think. I've learned a lot in the last couple of years that would tell me it's really important how I share my story with my employees mm. and creating that employer brand and getting excitement about attracting talent and retaining talent so they don't move on to the next startup or whatever the case may be. Um, or even so they, so you can crisply communicate why we're doing what we're doing, which I think is a really big struggle for a lot of startups, especially as they pivot, making it clear this is where we're at today. Maybe you came on board a year ago when we were going after this target and now we're going after this target and maybe I, I mean, hard to believe, maybe I as the founder wasn't so crystal clear about when that pivot occurred, why it occurred, why we're going in this direction now. Oh no, I've always been perfect at communicating. I know, right? All <laughs> of us. Uh, and so now you're you're still aiming at this target which isn't quite the right target. And, and because I'm so busy out there telling my story to everybody else, I never told it to you. Yeah. So for me, it's you know sales, investors, employees, probably partners after that. But you've got a number of reasons to tell the story. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that I want to talk about who I'm telling the story to first is because to me, if there was something that would help me craft a story that would take into account multiple stakeholders along the way and make it easy to facilitate for me to not only hit key points that would resonate across all those stakeholders and in one go of the story yeah. and then make it easy in facilitating me getting all of those stakeholders to see that story, that would be very attractive to me, right? right. Like as I, I've told the story of Developer Town a thousand times and I'm positive we have employees here right now that have never heard me tell that story. Why? Like, yeah. and there's no good reason, right? The, the, the reason is because I, I'm not good at telling it to them every time I sit down with them. I'm not good at, I'm not good at taking to heart the saying that people need to hear things like 30 times before they really hear it, right? Like, and I don't do that. I don't beat that steady drum. If there was a place where every time I told that story to you about what we're doing at Developer Town, every time I told that story to a client, every, t every time I told that story, I could very quickly and easily, or change that story very quickly and easily, share that with the other stakeholders who matter, 
that would be amazing. Interesting. So like almost like the source source record. Yeah. Uh, source of record. When I when I update my story, I update it here, mm -hmm. and then that makes it easy for me to tell that story again and again in yeah. other places. Oh, we got a question, Mike. We've got a we've got a big takeaway. Okay. Along the lines of storytelling uh, from Kelly Jones at Be Nimble, um, she says, "Why is the most important thing?" Emphatically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I'm awful at that. <laughs> why are, Why are we doing this? Is yeah. not my strength. Well, it's and it's it's hard to remember that you have to communicate that over and over and over as as a founder, and um, yeah, not just to your leaders but to everybody, uh, pretty consistently. Yes. Um, if if you were to have something like that, that is your source of record, what format would you want that in? Would you want it in video format? Would you want it in audio format, written format, all of the above? The ability to choose, or would that create Parallelization by choice. In a perfect world, I would want all the above because I would like to think we could sit down and do an interview like this and then magic fairies behind the scene turn it into audio, text, whatever the case may be. That's my perfect world that yeah. I would like. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, but at the end of the day, I want all of them, right? Because different people have different ways that they like to consume information, right? Wengler, Nick Wengler, our director of marketing is a big video guy. Yeah. I can't stand it. I'd much rather read it. I can read faster than I can watch a video. Sure. Um, it, you know, different people, or I'd want the audio version because then I can at least listen to it on the drive, whatever the case may be. Yeah, but yep. I want all those. All of the above. Okay, that's good feedback. Uh, I will work on the Magic Fairies as well. Um, yeah. Good, good advice, good advice. Um, if you were to say a number two or three thing to work on, um, well, would you even say, like, don't even worry about this in the first 30 days, just really focus in on the stories piece and anything story related, like, have that be the center of what we're doing. That's part of, candidly, I mean, I'm, I'm literally sharing this live as we're talking about things earlier today with our partners. You know, the, the stories piece kind of feeds everything else. Can, and, I, can I ask you some questions? Please. Why do you want to productize Powder Keg? We want to productize Powder Keg because we see the value in having uh, a network and a connections platform. Right now, that connections platform is very manual and uh, we're, we're hitting the point at which we can't scale manually, right? So having people that know everyone or know all the right connection, all the right nodes in the network that can then say, oh, you know, you're, you've got a real estate startup, you know who you need to talk to is this real estate developer. Um, that's great when you and I work in the same building right. and uh, we see each other frequently at events and things like that, but we're we're now in eight cities. Uh, we don't have a physical presence necessarily in every single one of those cities, and so we see the ability, we see the potential for technology uh, as a product to be able to capture that same information. And unlike a human, technology can be perfect and be a much better oiled machine. Yeah. How do you stories specifically, in at least in the way that you're envisioning how they could exist in the next 90 days? Yep. Um, I won't hold you to your silly 30-day timeline. Uh, how does stories specifically in the next 90 days help you achieve that vision? So stories help us achieve that vision because it allows more people, I mean, it's exactly what you just said uh, in the customer interview, which is you forget that you've got to like beat that drum and tell every one of your employees what you're doing. 
and tell every one of your potential customers, or even customers, what you're doing. And to have a single source place where you're reaching a bigger audience with that means you're going to have more repetition. While at the same time, casting a wider net outside of your existing network. So because we're publishing this on our new platform that we're unveiling later this week, or because we're publishing this on Forbes or any of our other media partners, more people are gonna find that. And you know, our, our hypothesis, well, not even the hypothesis, we've already seen, as we publish these stories, it leads right. to new customers for the companies that we're covering. It leads to more critical feedback to the customers we're covering, which is good, because feedback is how we all build better products and start relationships right. um, in a lot of ways. So. Yeah, that's why. All right, so what are the features, what are the, of the of all the features you've imagined for that product, mm -hmm. which I'm sure there are many and they are nuanced, what are the three most critical features you believe that will help me get that story to the right people at the right time? I think that's hotly, that's widely debated amongst uh, the powder cake team. I understand. I would say, that first and foremost, it's about the community and the community being able to curate and give feedback like live on that platform. So having everyone in the community to be able to have a profile to upvote, downvote a story, meaning you told a story about customer development for uh, startupcompetitors.com and I thought that was really valuable, so I'm going to upvote it. And so making sure that the pieces we choose to take from the powder keg platform and then syndicate those nationally, we're only syndicating the, the national stories that the community as a whole has said, this was really helpful. And I think that um, that's, that's one of the things that's hardest right now is us being objective, right? Because we love everybody in the community. We right. want everyone to succeed. We want to write up every story. Right. We have no um, quantitative way to be like, yeah, that's a good story, or no, that's not a good story. So that to us would be immensely helpful, while in the meantime, getting our audience engaged with the story. Right. You know, that. so I think that feature and functionality, as long as people knew, hey, once you get up past 100 upvotes, it's going on Forbes, like, right. you're going to invite more of your network to engage with this and give you feedback on the story. Um, and even if you don't hit 100, you're still going to get feedback through the comments and through, uh, if you get downvotes, you'll be able to see who downvoted it and maybe reach out to them and be like, hey, you didn't leave a comment, but you downvoted it. Yeah, why? Why? Okay. Um, so I think that that one's really important. I think another one is just like prompts. So a lot of people don't know how to create great content. You're not one of them. I've read some of your blog posts and emails to the company, but uh, Having the option to just be blank page if it's someone like you that can just like whip something up off the cuff. But for someone that's a founder uh, and is not, you know, not been doing the content marketing thing, to have some pro writing prompts that are like, I want to write a case study or I want to write a um, whatever it is, uh, a, sto a story about uh, an interaction that I had and uh, an insight to that. Or I wanna write a thought leadership piece about my specific industry or technology we're leveraging. So that... Um, I want that. 
You want that? Yeah, but I actually want that. Okay, cool. Well, and I, I think that there are, are content platforms out there right now that do some of this. Who does that? Um, I, I think like some of the platforms that are like built to be like content blogging platforms. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so like big right. agencies that are like trying to empower large com large brands to write stories. Okay. Um, yeah, no, the content marketing technology landscape is broad and deep. Um, we would probably be sort of neither broad nor deep. Probably just <laughs> probably just like focusing on like these three stories work the best. You can pick one of these three things. You want to write a story outside of that? Here is a blank page. Do you know which three stories work best? Yeah. I don't. Do you have a hunch? <laughs> no, this is about you, not me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I have no idea. I didn't know if through your experiences over the last yeah, year. Yeah, so I, I can tell you that for us, um, one of the things that we've been studying a lot is the hero's journey. And so the hero's journey is sort of like the loose uh, sort of phrase or label that is appended to um, most stories we know really well, even like, you know, stories of the Bible to major motion pictures to television shows. So the one that gets quoted a lot is like Star Wars, right? And the hero is Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. And every hero has a mission that they're on. They have a calling and they have to decide whether they're in or out. And along the way, they meet a guide. Yep. Maybe several guides like Obi-Wan and Yoda and, 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 and. There's usually some bad guys along the way. Um, there's usually like a trough of disillusionment. That's a Gartner hype cycle, but I'm blending, blending different uh, stories here. But uh, that hero's, hero's journey, like building that into the story where it's not just developer town is a consulting agency that serves companies that want to focus on starting a new product. It's like, no, there's, you know, the CEO, uh, you know. Matt started a product and he struggled, and then he met Developer Town, who was his guide, who taught him X, Y, and Z. Matt went and slayed the dragon, and came back to his village, and the villagers rejoiced. See, you should be telling the story. It's good. Yeah, um, so, th so that uh, is something that I think we've found, even just in like introducing a presenter to the stage to give their pitch, just playing like a 60 second background story of like, here's why this person became an entrepreneur. And here's why they, here's the thing that got them to see there's a real problem. So that experience that you, the, the magic words you just said are, that's what we found. When I think of a product coming out of Powder Keg or the Powder Keg community, I'm looking for opinionated experience, mm. right? So we've done this X number of times. We've seen these weaknesses, we've seen these strengths. Therefore, when you go down this path, baking those strong opinions into the product are the things that will make you most valuable to me as a founder, mm. right? I don't need yet another way to come up with my 12-pitch slide deck, right? What right. I need is a opinionated way to phrase each of the nuanced pieces of information that I'm gonna put on my 12-page 12, 12 slide deck. That's really good feedback. I could continue to interview you about this for probably another six hours, but we have to grab dinner and we yes. got to leave something to be desired from our guests here. Uh, I really appreciate Kelly, you uh, leaving a comment and being the first comment. Uh, or I don't know if you were the first, but you're the first that Mike told me about. Uh, Mike Kelly uh, from Developer Town, I want you to, I, I want to thank you for just being 
uh, an awesome member of this community, an awesome sponsor of the podcast, of uh, the community as well, and um, one of these people that hopefully you've benefited from being a part of it. I keep telling you, we wouldn't be here if you guys weren't here. I really appreciate that, man. And uh, likewise, likewise, uh, you are a very active contributor along with many of your partners, if not all of your partners. You have a lot of partners now, which is awesome because you give a lot of equity up to, uh, to your team, which is great. And uh, I think we'll have a, an awesome story to share here. Uh, we're gonna do this again next Monday at 6 p.m. We might even do it sooner. In fact, we are gonna do it sooner because we're live streaming uh, our podcast recording tomorrow with Don Aquilano from Allos Ventures. I know that guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. He was actually one of our advisors at the Powder Cake launch event last week. And then uh, Haresh Gagwani, the CEO of Bolstra. I don't know that guy. Oh, he's awesome. So if you're around tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., we'll be recording the Fuel Cellar. And if you're around tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, I hope you'll tune in for our live stream of the Powder Keg podcast, hashtag Powder Keg Live. And we are... Uh, going to go off the air. Thank you. That's it for our interview with Mike Kelly, partner at Developer Town. But it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. If you're a listener here, you know that you can follow Mike Kelly on Twitter and continue the conversation there. And so I hope you'll hit him up. He's just at Michael underscore D underscore Kelly. Doesn't lend itself well to audio, but you'll find him if you just search for Michael Kelly. Uh, you can also find Developer Town at Developer Town on Twitter and all of the socials. Awesome group, awesome human being. I hope you will get some feedback from him. He's just a great, great guy. And for more stories on entrepreneurs, leaders, and top talent outside of Silicon Valley, subscribe to us on iTunes at powderkeg.com slash iTunes. What are you waiting for? There are so many great interviews and we are introducing all kinds of new material here, especially now as we're launching product. So you'll wanna subscribe because we have some great guests coming up, so don't miss it. We also have a helpful companion website at powderkeg.com. You're gonna see a complete refresh there in the next week or so. And you can find all the show notes there with all kinds of links and contact information that we mentioned in the episode as well as some other useful articles and interviews from the Powder Keg community. So thanks for listening, and we will be hearing from us very, very soon.